Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morrell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. I am so grateful to be with you on this evening for another empowering word, another relevant word to aid you in living your life on purpose, to living your life according to God's plan, to be the success that you desire to be. I am super excited to be with you. Our topic this evening, I love, I love, I can't take credit for it. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due and give credit to uh, Pastor Nina Williams. Who's creating your narrative? Who's creating your narrative? Now, you know, when you think about that, that's so loaded. That is so loaded. But I believe with everything that's in me, it's certainly a conversation that warrants some time. And that's what we're going to talk about. I'm grateful that Pastor Nina is here. I'm hopeful that she can join us. Uh, If so, please press 1, and I will bring you live. Grateful for our other callers who are on the line with us as well. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Good evening. How are you? Absolutely, positively great. Absolutely, positively great. Excited about our conversation tonight. Yes, who's, yes. Who's directing your narrative? And, you know, um, when she sent that to me, I called and I was like, hey, what are you thinking about? What would you hear? And she shared that with me, and it fell so in line. Like, I'll share with you all that I was journeying home, and I passed a, a, a billboard in front of a, a church, and it it read, and this may be controversial, but still we need to talk about it. The sign read, Jesus didn't social distance. Jesus didn't social distance. And when I read that, that sort of stuck me because I'm not Jesus. He's my big brother. But I'm not Jesus. I'm I'm not one who was born of a virgin. I, I had a, a, a mother and a father that were flesh, that were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. I, I'm not Jesus. I know that he said that we would have power. Um, Holy Ghost power that that given up, that's given to us by the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, but I'm not Jesus. So to put on a billboard, Jesus didn't social distance, as to imply that your church won't conform 
to governmental guidelines because you are quote-unquote Christians, to me, sends a wrong story. To me, builds a narrative such that you're going to be guided by what a spiritual leader desires. And then, too, the Word of God says that we have to obey the law of the land. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking when you said that. Um, I think in Bible study this morning they were making the distinction between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and the Old Testament being about following law. And because law, we as yes. a people had problems following the law, <laughs> he brought about a new testament for us as a group of believers and so that is just another demonstration that even years and years and years and years and years and years later we still cannot follow the law the law and because we don't follow the law according to how it's been written in the word of god We find ourselves in places where the narrative by which we are living our lives day to day is not truly governed by the Word of God nor by the Spirit of God, but it is being driven by the ideals of those that we give control over our being. Now, you might say, well, I don't give nobody control over me. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to just pause right there because I, I want you to think about, and, and, and please understand, we all have our way of doing things. We all have just different things. But let, let's just look at fashion industry, right? Whatever someone, okay, let's look, let's do this. At the inauguration of President Joe Biden and the vice president, um, our previous uh, first lady, Obama, came in with this bad, bad, bad pantsuit, the long jacket, the big belt. The next day, how many designers had done a knockoff of what she was wearing and everybody was trying to buy it? How many people were on YouTube and Instagram and everything else trying to show you how to get your hair to flip like hers, like get the wig, get the extension? What was driving your narrative? It, it wasn't your your idea about I'm okay being uniquely me. I'm okay mm-hmm. looking like I look. I'm okay doing what I do. I mean, you know, um, I like Country Wayne. I like Country Wayne. I love the skits that he does. I love how he integrates his children, his baby mama. You know, he had Rolanda, which was um, uh, uh, called her a cougar because she's over 50. I get it. But with her, with the character Rolanda being in the spotlight, I saw women who now started to wear gray hair and they weren't gray, putting gray wigs on and they weren't gray, looking crazy because that's what Roe was doing. And so they wanted to change. So their narrative was changing based on somebody that they saw on a video. There's so many things. We've talked about the imposter syndrome 
time and time mm-hmm. again, right? Yeah. You see something that someone else is doing and you want to do it. Is it what you've been called to do? Is it what you've been anointed to do? But you find yourself, your narrative now being driven by what you see in someone else, what you hear someone say, oh, we're not going to talk about that. Cause, ooh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> what you say, how you say, what you wore, where, so many different things where our narrative is, is being defined or redefined by what we're seeing and not being defined by what it is the Spirit of God is saying to us. Grateful for our other callers who have joined us on the line. We're talking about who's driving your narrative, who's directing your narrative. Um, And we have you join us. Press 1 and come on the call. We'd love to have you. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Wow, wow. And we've talked about this time and time again, you know, if you're not careful and you're not putting in your own work and being diligent about your own studying of God's word, your narrative can change based on the way the wind blowing, based on who you're allowing to speak into your ear gates and those things that you see. And because I shared with you today that, I had someone, you know, I heard someone say, you know, you can use the natural eye to see what's going on in the spiritual. And I'm like, where did that come from? You know, so you got to know some of these things just yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you got to know some of this stuff just yourself. And And even if you don't know it for yourself, then take the initiative to read up on it, to see the if it's true. The self-approval workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word. <laughs> How about do that? Rightly. How about do that? You know, um, I'm grateful. I tell people all the time, I am so very grateful for my circles because I have a couple different circles. But I'm grateful for each of my circles and for what they bring to me and what they receive from me. And I can say with, without a shadow of a doubt that for those that constantly pour into me, um, like a Pastor Linda and a Pastor Nina and, and a Benny Burrell and, um, that, that are constant in pouring into me, that I don't, I don't try to look like any of y'all. I don't look and like, we I don't ain't to trying look. to look like you at all. And so right. this, is a, this is an opportunity where I'm not being, I don't desire to be identified by the association. I desire to be identified as the witness according to God's plan for my life. Oh, Valerie, that was good right there. Because there are mm-hmm. a lot of people they want their narrative defined by who they associate with. That's mm-hmm. why you see people wanting to be a part of a certain clique or being a part of a certain fraternity or going to a certain church or living in a certain neighborhood and those things because that's now what they're going to use to identify them. That's now what's going to drive the narrative of how they are going 
to live their lives. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you're living that life? Like, what are you going to do if you're constantly desiring to do what you see, to be what you see, and then when you can't see that anymore or when you see that change or when your bottom begins to fall out, how are you going to handle that? What are you going to do when your narrative has been based on someone else's existence and a point comes that you have to stand for yourself, you have to speak for yourself, you have to be according to his plan for your life, and nobody's around, what are you going to do then? Hmm. Yeah, you're going to look for another narrative. You're going to look for somebody else that can speak something that maybe you can relate to. You may not relate to it 100%, but if it touches Anything close, then that's where you're going to navigate because you're still not ready to be who God has called you to be. And we all know it's a whole lot easier to put on that mask, portray an image, or to reflect something that you really, truly are not. You know, I I think about this in, in our conversation on Thursday with our book club. We talked about Esther. And, you know, I'm thinking about her in this moment, about how her narrative was driven um, by a voice that was guiding her to fulfill her destiny. Mm. You know, you have to be careful of who you're allowing to speak to you, speak into you. You have to be mindful of those individuals that are around you and you talked about it like are you protecting your gates or are you allowing whatever from whoever to come in because if you are then you've got to know that it's going to influence you it's going to begin to direct your narrative um (laughs) i can remember one day i was I, i don't know what i was listening to but I had to get away from it because I needed to teach a class. And I think I said to y'all, I didn't want to come on a call going, yah, 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 yah. Um, right. Because that, that's what I was listening to. That was entering my gate, and, and that was because, oh, that's what it was. It was a workout. And the music was a little unsettling to my spirit and I had to get away from it because if I continue and I even look at the, the one that does it, who she was when she started and who she is now are two different creatures because she allowed that music to feed her spirit that changed her narrative. She's not mm-hmm. the same. She's not the same. And, y'all, that's what we have to be careful of. As we are living epistles being read by men, as we are ambassadors on the earth, for, the, for God's sake, that he might be glorified through us, we have to be careful not to allow ourselves to be deterred or, or, or dismayed or distracted or any of those things because of what's entering our gate and ultimately changing the narrative by which we move. 
We mm-hmm. breathe and we have our being because we should do that according to God's plan. Oh, my, the word, the word, the word, the word. I'm grateful for the word of God. I'm grateful that it guides me. The word says, the, the word of God says, my word have I hid, hid in my heart. I might not sin against if we're not hiding the word, if if we're not meditating on the word day or night, if we're not being transformed by the renewing of our mind, if we're not desiring to do that thing which is the perfect will of God, then we can easily find ourselves being tripped up. Yes. Because the word also no, that the enemy goes about to and fro seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for somebody. He's looking for a vessel that he can use and manipulate to get off track. He's doing that. Are you being mindful? Are you watching? Are you aware? Or are you allowing them to 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 change your plan. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's mm. one of these things that, that makes you go back and say, who am I really? Yeah. Who am I really? Really? Yeah. And really? how based on how you answer that will determine who has access to your gates. Yeah, and who then will be directing your path? Because the word says the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. Yeah, finding that your narrative has you in in a space or place where you're teetering and tottering and being tossed and driven by every wind and doctrine, then you might have to look again and ask, "Who am who am I really?" Am I really the believer? Am I really sold out? Have I really yielded my all to the Father? Grateful for my big brother Jesus, who's at his right hand, grateful and acknowledging and, and activating the gift that was given to me as the Holy Spirit that dwells in the inside of me, which is which is empowering me. Who Every am I really? Who am I really? Or have I have, have I yielded to the desires of religious leaders? Have I yielded to the desires of the world systems? Um, have I become that one that loves money? Because we know money answers all things, but the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. What's driving marriages? Oh, Lord Jesus. Help us, help us, help us, help us. <laughs> Again, I'm grateful for those who have called in. If you have a question or a comment, please press one and we'll bring you live. We say good evening to you. Um, hey, Pastor Tori, God bless you. Pastor Linda, uh, thank you both so much for joining us on this evening. Think about mm-hmm. The word tells us to write the vision, 
and make it plain about the, upon the tablets that men may see it and run with it. And even for those of us who done the vision boards and attempted to write the vision, what's governing the vision now? Because we had ideas, we wrote the plan, we wrote the vision, but are we executing it? Are we seeing the things that we wrote down manifesting? If not, ask yourself, who's directing this narrative? I wrote down my vision according to what I heard from God, from God. Mm. I put on my Mm. vision board those things that, oh, what, uh, was it what I desired or what God desired for me? Who's directing the narrative? Mm -hmm. Who are you calling Mm -hmm. to be the architect of your life? to make sure that the design that God made for you is manifesting, that you're living life, you're, you're seeing the manifestation. I think back to our conversation um, on yesterday, you know, even with being strong and courageous, there are many people who can't be strong and courageous because their narrative is, is not being driven by the word of God or the spirit of God. Their narrative is being driven by man. Mm-hmm. And because it's by man, they don't know how to be strong in themselves. They desire for someone else to be their strength. When the word says that in my weakness, in my weakness, my weakness, he's made strong. He becomes my Lord. strength. But if you're not doing it his way, if you're not allowing your steps to be ordered by God, then that will probably be the answer to why situations are happening in your life the way that they are, why things are not manifesting the way God desires. Because the Lord wants us to prosper. He said he wants us to prosper and be in good health even as our soul is prospering. He doesn't want there to be any lack in our lives because he said, I'll supply all of your needs. We even talked from the scripture. And Joshua, when he says, I'm not going anywhere, I'm going to be right there, I'm not going to even let anything come up against you. Yet, things are coming up against us all the time. Ask yourself, why is this Mm -hmm. happening? Who's directing my narrative? Am I really allowing the Spirit of God to be in charge? Mm. Well, because somebody else said that this is going to happen, you believe in it or you just waiting for it to take place. Well, someone so told me this was going to happen, so I'm just going to wait and see how it goes. Did the Spirit of God tell you that that was going to happen? We told you, you got to be careful about your gates. What you hear is not true. Everything that you hear is not from God. Everything that you see ain't true. <laughs> Y'all, come on. Should this evening, you know, today's segment is really to encourage you to look within, to make sure that you are truly 
aligned what it, with what it is that God wants for your life. We really mm-hmm. want you to take a look at where you are, what you're doing to make sure that you are allowing God to be God in your life, that you're acknowledging the gift of the spirit of God that dwells on the inside of you, that truly desires to lead and guide you in the things of God. But are you surrendering? Have you surrendered to his will? Are you truly allowing him to direct your path, your path to greatness, your path to wealth? And greatness is not defined by everybody the same. Wealth is not defined by everybody the same. But I I know without a shadow of a doubt, he wants each of us as his children to be in a wealthy place. Yeah. Because it's providing for us everything that we need. And then he even tells us, and sometimes I'll even give you the desires of your heart. (laughs) But sometimes I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. What does it require? It requires that we allow him to direct our path, to actually be the righteousness of God. Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you're not in a space and place today where the spirit of God is directing your path, where governing the narrative of your life, then, hey, we want you to take a moment We want you to get yourself in a place where you're ready to receive truth, receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you find that you're in a place that you got away from the plan, you started doing things your own way, you stepped away from the relationship and you want to come back, today is a great day to come back. Today Mm -hmm. is a great day to realign with God's plan for your life. So that you can stop struggling, you can stop stressing, you can stop wondering, but you can start believing and start exercising faith and start seeing the manifestation of what it is that God has for you. Thank you. He loves you. He loves you with an unfailing love on today, and he wants to bless you. All he's asking for today is that you would trust him that you would allow him to be God, that you would allow him to direct your path, that you would allow him to set the narrative for your life. The word lets us know that he knows our end from our beginning, (laughs) that before he even put us in our mother's womb, he had a plan for us, and he still has a plan for each and every one of us. Today, we just desire that you let him in. Amen. Nina, you got anything else Amen. before we close on the evening? No, ma'am. Just just mind your gates. Mind your gates and be be obedient and allow, allow God to direct your path in life. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward.
us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.